2: Is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. <whistles>
3: And I'm Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins Podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting.
0: Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out.
3: Happy New Year! Ooh, it's January. It's the first, first episode of January of 2023. And we already have a guest. Look at Ooh. us. We have you know our... him, you love
1: him. Or maybe you don't love him, I don't know.
3: No, we love
0: it. Maybe you hate this
1: guy. Maybe everyone, like, he, I show up and you're just like, oh, this guy, click off.
3: Oh, my God.
0: This I oh, it's a
1: Dan episode. Jeez. Ugh,
3: skip. Well, I hate to tell you people, Dan's pretty much going to be in half of the year. So... It's like a lot.
1: That's <laughs> right. We got uh, Harry Potter coming up.
3: Yep. We got the whole Harry Potter summer. Yeah, yeah. We have this month. We're doing Star Wars. We're doing two months of Star Wars. Men's so I'll Star let Wars. you know about those. Yeah. He might, again, you might as well just be our third co-host. Oh, this
1: one. Yeah. Seriously.
3: No, but we're super excited about this month because we're talking Indiana Jones.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We just found out the release date of the fifth Indiana Jones, which is going to be in June. Yeah. So we'll have to do an update, like a random episode just to kind of talk about it and if we liked it or not. Mm-hmm. The trailer I'm a little little uh about. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting ahead of ourselves because we're actually supposed to be talking about that stuff at the end of the month, so yeah. I'm caught up about that. Mm-hmm. And move to Raiders of the Lost Ark! Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do this episode because, number one, there is an Indiana Jones show at Disney. So hello. It's in a park. We Mm -hmm. should be talking about it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go through this month and talk about each of the Indiana Jones movies. Yes, we're even talking Crystal Skull. I'm sorry, people. We have to talk about it. It's there. We can't ignore it. It's not that bad. Some people absolutely hate it. I've never seen it. I
1: understand why. Why? But oh, no, I don't I mean,
3: absolutely hate it. I yeah. just don't like who they chose for his son.
1: Here we go. That, that's, that fair. that's fair. Shia.
3: <laughs> it's not that Shia is a bad actor. It's just that I don't know. And it's just not the actor. It's, it's the character himself. I'm like, I don't think that's what his son would be like. But that's a whole
1: other episode. That was a purely (laughs) corporate Disney decision, because he was like, at the time, he was like the zeitgeist of, like, millennial, Mm Or
3: you know, Mm
1: -hmm. like there really wasn't any other actor that would sell tickets.
3: Yep, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But we're going to start with the first one, which is Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is my, it's my second favorite. The third one's my favorite. Same. Mm Yeah, third one's my favorite. So the summary from IMBD is archaeology professor Indiana Jones ventures to seize a biblical artifact known as the Ark of the Covenant. While doing so, he puts up a fight against Rene and a troop of Nazis. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. So this is during the Nazi reign. Fun times. Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg directed... George Lucas and Philip Kaufman did the story, and then the screenplay was wrote by Lawrence Kasdan. So that's your writing crew right there. And then, of course, it's starring the infamous, the amazing Harrison Ford, who plays Indy. Mm -hmm. Karen Allen plays Marion. Paul Freeman is Balak, or Renee. Mm -hmm. And then John Rhys Davies, which I always forget that he is in this movie, is Sala. Like, it just who he is in this movie and who he is in all the other movies it just doesn't like I can't my brain sometimes forgets that oh yeah he can be a good guy
1: (laughs) was he he a bad guy in the other movies
3: in some of the ones yeah Princess Diaries 2 he was evil
1: Uh, oh I never saw that not so nice yeah
3: not so nice I know him as I know
1: him as Sala and Gimli that's it
3: oh that's right I do love him as Gimli
1: yeah
3: no, he plays an evil lord in Princess Diaries Two and tries to steal the crown mm. from Julie Andrews and oh, Anna Hathaway. Nice.
0: Okay, Very nice.
3: don't steal what the crown it? from the Queen of Disney. Don't. Mm-mm. Shame
0: on him. Anywho, shame, shame,
3: shame. Mm-mm. shame. So this movie was released June twelfth of nineteen eighty one, and the tagline were horrible. Indiana Jones, the new hero from the creators of Jaws and Star Wars. That was the tagline.
0: Well, probably sold tickets. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Jaws and Star Wars.
3: And then the other tagline was Return of the Great Adventure. So I guess we had a time period in movies where we didn't have much adventure. I I mean, Star Wars was coming out, so I'm very confused about that tagline. Star
1: Wars started it, but it's still kind of in that time where, like, it was all anti-heroes and stuff. So.
3: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. I don't know much history. Other movies.
1: Yeah. The 70s were a really cynical time, from what I understand, film-wise. Mm-hmm. So, prior to, like, Star Wars and the Spielberg mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah, the only time period... The only movies I know about in those time periods are Disney, and they're not
1: cynical. At least... True, true.
3: Most of them aren't.
1: Underrated. <laughs> very underrated era for Disney.
3: Yes. That's we true. we talked
1: about
3: that before. We mm-hmm. did. Filming locations for this movie... I am not going to be able to pronounce this. Site of, well... City, city, city. Well, to learn, somewhere.
1: Where's that? Um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not even uh, that.
0: <laughs>
3: Asia, Asia area. Okay. Asia, Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't know. Anyways. I
3: shouldn't have even tried. I don't even know why I tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: good after you. Oh so, boy. Go.
3: The budgeted numbers, I got the budgeted numbers. I don't know. I don't know how IMBD does this. I don't know if these are including inflation or if this is like time period. I am mm-hmm. assuming it's time period because of the numbers. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the
3: budget was 18 million estimated. Mm-hmm. It grossed opening weekend 8 million 305 and some change. That was opening weekend. Gross usa and canada was 248 million so it didn't do great the opening weekend but it caught a lot Mm -hmm. and then worldwide 389 million 900 and extra yeah so it did really well
1: yeah i would say more of a slow burn than like explosive
0: makes sense yeah word of mouth star
3: wars do that too wasn't it a slow burn i can't remember
1: I think Star, I think it was the opposite. I think Star Wars was was a big big explosion uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Everyone started talking about it and then all the nerds made their costumes and started going. Which
3: I'm really shocked that this didn't have a big weekend because it had Harrison Ford. He was already Han Solo at this point.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. But I'm shocked that it
2: didn't explode. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Hi. I mean, I, I I can only do it from my own personal experience. Like, I wasn't a big fan to begin with, so Indiana Jones sort of grew on me over time. So, for me, it actually was a slow burn. So, maybe it was oh. like that for people back then. Could be.
3: Maybe. It's maybe a very I'm just the weird one, because as soon as I watched Indiana Jones the first time, I'm, I was hooked.
1: Really? Uh,
0: it's a different oh, yeah. role from Han
3: Solo, so... Very
0: different.
1: I mean,
3: yeah. he's not... A lot space. more stoic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot more stoic, a lot less snarky. I...
3: Probably my, my younger self probably caught, like... Latched on because his name was Indiana. Oh, we true. finally had some sort <laughs> of
0: representation. representation. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, gotcha.
3: And it's not a bad representation. Sometimes, like, people make fun of Indiana all the time, or they're like, oh, yeah. wait, Indiana's a state? Yes, we're a state. Yes. Words I can't say on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so trivia. As I was reading through trivia, I tried to split it up because there's a lot that happened in the trivia. I didn't even get through the full, like, there had to be 20 pages of just scrolling of trivia for this movie. So I stopped eventually. be missing some stuff but there are a couple famous ad libbed lines the famous scene in which indy shoots a marauding and flamboyant swordsman was actually not originally in the script i love this um harrison was supposed to use his whip to get the sword out of his attacker's hand but the food poisoning and the rest of the crew the the food poisoning he and the rest of the crew had gotten during filming made him too sick to perform the stunt so after several unsuccessful tries ford suggested shooting the sucker i'm assuming there was another word in there probably Spielberg took his idea and it made the the scene very successful Mm -hmm. because you can tell they're exhausted Mm. i they
2: look exhausted yeah i didn't
3: I knew they were sick. I didn't realize it was food poisoning, but the food poisoning I think kind of helped with the scene, even though like that's not ethically good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No, yeah, do on purpose. That's yeah. what I mean. I mean it it yeah, added to the poison. fact, but that, you know, it added to the scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Method acting yeah. can only go so far.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just. I love how exhausted he is, and he just, you know, what, just just like, forget I'm it. Done. <laughs> it is iconic.
1: Very.
2: Yeah.
3: The Indy's line to Marion on the ship when she's talking about the man, he's like, or how old he is or something. He's like, it's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. It was actually ad-libbed. It wasn't in the script. He just was, I guess, annoyed or just wanted to add something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he ad-libbed that. And then the last line to be added to the script was was Dietrich's, which is the Nazi, the head Nazi guy with Belloc. Mm-hmm. And the line is, I am comfortable, I am uncomfortable with this Jewish ritual. Because after reading the script through, they realized that there were no mention of the Jews at all or the Nazis' hatred of them. And during this time period, that's what the Nazis are about.
1: Right. Yeah. So
3: and they're going and <sighs> they're trying to find this Jewish artifact. All right. And they've said nothing about it. The fact that the Nazis are trying to find a Jewish artifact always was kind of funky to me.
1: Well, I mean, it's their power of the Jewish God, like it's right. Yahweh, well, it's a g- gateway to Yahweh, think, like why wouldn't they, they
3: want think that power? It is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. not right. But, no, but. Yeah, so they added in that line, and as I was listening, like I did the trivia before I even watched the movie, mm-hmm. so when I was watching the movie, I was waiting for the line, and I heard, it, I'm like, ah, it's the last line added.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah. And then George actually came up with Marion punching Indiana in Nepal. She wasn't supposed to punch him. And George mm-hmm. decided that it would be a good ad. And I think it was perfect. It is was
1: it good. bad that when I was watching it last night, my first thought was, I wasn't quite sure I deserved that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's soon, funny. it Because
1: it, like, it, was, it was framed the exact same way like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Just slap, he looked toward the camera and he mm-hmm. has that kind of like, like daze like, really? like That is true. He deserved
3: it and he knows it.
1: Oh, and in this case, he actually did deserve it. But
3: yes. Yes. But yeah, I like the reference. I'm going to yeah. use mm-hmm. like that is going to be in my head now. Every time that's I see that you know, like, eh, <laughs> that's arrow. I love it. Oh goodness. Okay. Some cutscenes and movie magic when Brody first goes to Indy's house to discuss the mission. Jones is dressed the way. So this is a cutscene. Let me rephrase this. Mm-hmm. This is a cutscene. scene. So Brody okay. goes to Indy's house to discuss the mission. Jones is dressed the way he is because he's entertaining a young woman in his bedroom. Uh, the script originally planned to show her before moving to the next scene to give Indy a moral, worldly persona like James Bond however her appearance was cut as spielberg thought it was that being a playboy did not fit indy's character this also helps explain why several of the co-eds fawn over jones and why one girl wrote love you on her eyelids
2: mm-hmm.
3: so originally he mm-hmm. was supposed to be a playboy interesting which i could have totally seen yeah that
1: explains the temple of doom honestly it explains his relationship to Willie and all. I mean, we'll get there eventually, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get
3: there next episode, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not as well versed in Temple of Doom because I've only watched it maybe a handful of times on my, like okay. this many times.
1: I was somewhat obsessed with it when I was a kid, so I could probably say uh, more about it because I was really into the visual effects of, of it. Like that was probably. Oh, okay. Of it.
3: Awesome. Okay. Most of the body blow sounds were created by hitting a pile of leather jackets with a baseball bat. I thought that was fun. That's cool. Okay. Uh-huh the out-of-control airplane actually ran over Harrison Ford's knee tearing a ligament in his left leg mm. luckily for him the heat that turned the rubber's tire soft so it did not crush the bone rather than submit to the healthcare, Ford had his knee wrapped in ice and carried on oh
2: my gosh
3: that what
1: hasn't been been happened to that really man's bad. body oh like- boy <laughs> That's Didn't terrible. the same thing happen when they were doing the Force Awakens? Like, yeah, something. I mean, it was probably the same knee, too. Probably. Oh, goodness, it probably was. Poor Harrison. Dear
3: Lord. Poor Harrison. No wonder he's an angry old man. Exactly. Right? He's a <laughs> pain. Let the man rest. Poor guy. See here. That's why I'm saying he's going to die in the fifth one. But anyways, the spirit mm-hmm. effects... The spirit effects at the climax were achieved by shooting mannequins underwater in slow motion through a fuzzy lens to achieve an ethereal, I can never say this Ethereal. Ethereal. Ethereal quality. So that's how they did the spirits. I always wondered how they did that. That's very cool. It was a fuzzy lens in underwater slow motion.
1: Pretty sure they did the same way with uh, Poltergeist, too. It's that same type of, like, look.
3: That makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Ashley, you
0: skipped one, just so you know, right above it.
3: Darn it! I did. Okay. Oh, and this is important. I so Ford actually outran the boulder in the opening scene
2: mm-hmm. because
3: nice. the scene was shot twice from five different angles. He had to outrun it in t- outrun it ten times. Ford's oh stumble God. in the- hold on. Ford's stumble in the scene was deemed to look authentic and was left in it. He wasn't supposed to stumble. He I actually ran it every single time until the stumble, and they kept the stumble. He's probably like these freaking Sorry. people. <laughs>
2: uh, and that's he did terrible. all his stunts.
3: Like there Ten was very times. few stunts that he did not do in this movie. Yeah, from what I understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, anyways, I, uh, I have
1: a bit of trivia later when we get to our point mm-hmm. about him doing the stunts.
3: Okay, cool. So Indiana Jones hat actually came from the famous Herbert Johnson hat shop in Seville Row, London. Apparently it's a big shop. I don't know. The hat was the shop's poet model. So on the bonus features of the DVD, costume designer, Deborah Nadulman said that in order to properly age the hat, she grabbed it and twisted the hat. Then she and Harrison both sat on it and eventually looked like a very lived in and well-loved hat. I love it. We sat on it. So what I find funny is it's a poet hat. Like this was that made me laugh That that, like that translate with a poet, not with an with a adventurer. Not anymore. Now we look at a hat like that and we're like, archaeologist adventurer.
1: Exactly.
0: Not anymore. Hmm.
1: I can't picture a poet wearing that.
3: So
0: bizarre to think about. In our head, that it's it's it's, the
1: collective psyche. Yeah. uh Yeah. It doesn't work now. That's Mm -hmm. funny.
3: So I never noticed this in the movie. The monkey does the Hail Hitler thing. Do you it's ever notice quick. that? Very when does quick. That happen? Very quick.
1: Because I was looking for it.
3: It's all, when it when the monkey is on the, the one-eyed guy's shoulder and they, mm-hmm. they come up to get a, um when they the Germans walk up to talk to him about mm-hmm. indie or whatever and the monkey literally does it really quickly.
2: It's like super it's like fast. A,
3: it's a quick movement. Huh. So this is how they got him to do it. <laughs> so the monkey raising his paw and saying in his own language... Hail Hitler was thought up by George Lucas and is one of Steven Spielfer- Spielberg's two favorite scenes, apparently. In this, the the other one is where it doesn't hurt. the The doesn't hurt scene in the ship is. Oh his yeah. Other favorite. Mm-hmm. In Empire Magazine, Frank Marshall said that they got the monkey to do the Nazi salute by putting a grape on a fishing pole and getting the monkey to reach for the grape, which was dangling just out of camera range. This took about 50 time takes before it actually looked like a... Nazi salute <laughs> and then voice yeah. artist Frank they Weller really provided it. the Jeez. chattering sounds for the monkey, including the the seg hail, which is hail Hitler like chirp the monkey gives when it raises its paw in salute. Okay. And then Welker, Frank Welker, was actually the monkey chatter for Abu later on in Disney's Aladdin.
1: Oh, okay, okay. cool,
3: yep, all right. Very interesting. I think it's funny that that is hit. That is one of Spielberg's favorite scenes. I'm like, what does that say about Spielberg? Okay, I don't Who
1: know. What... knows It's Hollywood. They're all <laughs> yeah. They're I all
2: can't,
3: weird. Yeah, think
1: about it too hard. I mean, he is a Jewish man. Like you know, Spielberg is. Yeah, oh,
3: sure. I don't know much yeah. about Spielberg. I'm going to be quite honest. Yeah, maybe that's a I name mean,
1: like what Spielberg. Like you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I guess that yeah, it does sound like a Jewish name. It really does. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I've heard, I've heard like
3: I don't think about it.
1: Yeah, no, I know I I I he brings it up significantly like when he talks about his his coming to America and stuff. But like I've heard some theories say <laughs> that like Raiders of the Lost Ark is like a Jewish revenge film because they're like, you know, melting Nazi faces off and stuff. Yeah, oh, uh, that makes sense. That's it's, it's pretty beast when you think about mm. it. Like, it's really cool. Okay. I mean,
3: if when I was watching again in the melting scene, I'm like, oh, I forgot how gruesome that is. Right. Oh, kind of like grim. Still again. didn't
1: freak me out as much as the third one when the guy's like gets old and stuff. Oh, that would freak me gosh, out. Gosh,
3: so that one freaks me out. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that in length in the third one. Uh huh. <laughs> to create the sound of the heavy lid of the arc being slid open, sound designer Ben Burt simply recorded him lit- moving the lid of his toilet. So- Uh, his toilet seat at home (laughs) okay that is a toilet seat sound oh no very heavy toilet seat
0: I'm glad I didn't read this before I watched the movie (laughs) okay
3: many of the snakes in the well of the souls they are not snakes but legless lizards look for the ear holes which snakes lack so I was actually looking for ear holes when I watched I couldn't do it Tuesday
0: Hmm. I I did look at this and I was just like I can't do it it still just (laughs) creeps me out so
3: Oh, they do creep me out like no nah, other. Nah. But yeah, that's that's the the gist on that one. Nah. The scene where Marion puts on her dress and attempts to leave Belloc's tent was improvised, as was the f- entire plane fight. The script called for Marion to shed her conservative egyptian garb and don a revealing dress to heighten the tension when she and india are fending off snakes as they're sealed in the well of the souls but the script didn't include why she ended up in the dress in order to get her into the dress karen allen and paul freeman improvise the scene where she hides a knife with the other clothes she takes off to try to seduce belloc and escape and thus giving her character a plausible reason to be in that dress Alan thought it would be, also be a good idea to call back to the drinking game scene that introduces her character in the beginning of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. That was um, all
3: improvised. Wow, okay.
1: gotcha. That yep. was really a perfect like callback to that scene too, because mm-hmm. the, the setup was so brilliant to show us who she is, and it's like okay, yep. now she's she's using her skill exactly mm-hmm. to trick him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: because yeah, we're as like because we're watching this like why are you acting like you're drunk? You're not drunk. That was not much drink for you. Exactly, (laughs) you're fine. Oh boy. The scene where Jones fires at the truck was a botched stunt. So the truck was supposed to flip over by means of a telegraph Hole being fired by explosives through the floor. The explosion wasn't powerful enough and it simply forced the truck to tip over at an angle, as can be seen in the finished movie. Time did not permit any further attempts at getting it right. So it was supposed to be a much bigger stunt. Oh, wow. But it actually
2: was. Oops.
1: Interesting.
3: <laughs> yep. Oops. And then Harrison Ford did most of the stunt work himself, including the scene in which he is getting dragged behind a truck.
1: Mm-hmm. He sustained
3: mm-hmm. several bruised ribs and the stunt and from the stunt. And later said, "If the stunt was dangerous, we wouldn't have done it." So in his mind, that stunt wasn't dangerous. Okay, I don't know how that wasn't dangerous, but okay.
1: Because he's Harrison Ford, that's why.
3: Yeah, yeah that's true.
1: Doesn't like i could have died nah it's the day at the park fine. whatever it's fine it's fine
3: it, it it's only a 50 percent chance i'll die okay that's fine oh, we can gotta. do it good. Good. Mm-hmm.
1: i'm harrison ford
3: <laughs> yeah pretty much mm-hmm. um, references of course we have the freeze framing during the well of souls you can freeze framing if you freeze frame during the well of souls you notice a golden pillar with tiny Engravings of r2d2 and c3po from the star wars saga they're also on the wall behind indy when they first approached the Ark, which i noticed when i was younger Mm -hmm. i love those little little things Mm -hmm. and then the sacred idol of the hovetos which was the golden statue at the beginning of which dr jones takes possession at the beginning of the film is apparently a fertility goddess it is a molten image of a woman squatting down and giving birth
1: I kind of figured that when I looked and I saw uh-huh. a tinier head, like, at the bottom of it. I was like, I'll bet that's some sort of fertility, like, Yep, you are and...
3: correct. Okay. Never noticed. Me neither. <laughs> some other trivia. See, lots of trivia. Other trivia. In 99, Raiders of the Lost Ark was added to the National Film Registry by the United States Library of Congress. It is the only Indiana Jones film to have been inducted. Films are chosen for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So right now, Raiders is the only one that they consider that which the only other one i can think of in i i don't know much about the tomb the temple of doom when it comes to this but the i think crusade crusaders could potentially be on this crusade
1: could be temple of doom is it's a fun movie but it's really not Mm -hmm. like culturally significant like it's it's really a plucky action adventure that just gets really dark for like 15 minutes
3: yeah i don't know if 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 Crusaders is culturally culturally significant. It's more of the biblical his Mm -hmm. history,
2: and
3: and they're kind of mixing some that's maybe not correct because, I mean, it just it's more. I feel like it's more Arthur, ethereal words. No No. Arthur, like theoretical. No King Arthur, the Arthur, Arthurian,
1: Arthurian.
3: Thank you, Arthurian. I feel like it's more Arthurian, which is more fictional than right hmm. But it's such yeah. a
1: good movie. Oh, it's a great it's a movie. That was honest. That was my introduction to Indiana Jones. I saw that one before I saw any of the other ones. Really? Yeah.
3: Okay. I think I might have seen that one first, you know. go in, in order.
0: No, I think yeah. I saw them out of order, too, actually.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Traditionally, when one of his films is about to open, George Lucas goes on a vacation to get away from all the hoopla. We've talked about this in the Star Wars stuff. So start when Star Wars New Hope was about to open, he went to Hawaii where Spielberg was with him. When the grosses for Lucas's films came in and it was clear it was going to be a hit, he relaxed and was able to discuss the topic with his friends. It was at this point that Spielberg confessed he always wanted to direct a James Bond film, to which Lucas replied he had a much better idea, an adventure movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this came about with Spielberg while they were in Hawaii after New Hope came out. The conversation happened while the two were making a sandcastle.
0: That is adorable.
3: (laughs) And then after their trip, they got together and developed the script with Lawrence Kasdan.
0: I love that. Making a a sandcastle.
3: Yeah, making a sandcastle,
0: talking about a movie. Okay.
3: Mm -hmm. When filming the snake scene inside the Well of Souls, a python bit first assistant director David Tomlin's hand and wouldn't let go. Uh. Tomlin calmly asked someone to grab the python, still attached to his hand by the tail and whip it so that the snake would send a, so the snap would send a wave up the snake's body and force to let it go. A hand did just that. The python released its bite from Tomlin's hand, and Tomlin got medical attention. The python itself was not injured during this issue. Well,
1: oh, thank no. God for that.
2: I
0: know. Oh, no. I thought it was funny mm-hmm. that was the they
1: python. had to put that at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, animal cruelty laws and stuff.
0: Yeah, no. gotta make sure you specify that, but mm-mm. No, no. Spiel,
3: Spielberg and Matheson wrote a script during shooting breaks on location for this film. Matheson was there to visit her husband Ford when they were married, mm-hmm. and Spielberg directed dictated to her a story idea he had, and that script eventually was ET. <laughs> ET. Wow, look was at that. Made. so it's funny. It's like okay, so New Hope came out. Mm-hmm. Raiders was was talked about during the aftermath of Mm -hmm. new hope et is created on set of raiders it's just kind of like a string
0: wow okay
3: that's cool this is the only indian jones movie to be nominated for a best picture oscar which in my opinion makes sense Mm -hmm. absolutely george lucas first streamed up the idea of an adventurous archaeologist about the same time he came up with his flash gordon space story which was a new hope so mm-hmm. kind of was thinking of it at the same time Indiana Jones's name came from the name of Marsha's dog mm-hmm. and is a play on Steve McQueen's eponymous character name in Nevada Smith so Indiana the dog who was a Malamute
1: Aww.
3: so that's why they also referenced the dog in the movie well the third movie
1: we're named the dog Indiana
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah This was 1981's biggest grossing film by a wide margin. I didn't look up the other ones. I didn't Mm -hmm. care, but biggest grossing film.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Tom Selleck was actually Spielberg's second choice for the role of Indiana Jones. That would have been a very different Indiana Jones.
1: Very different. I could see it
0: though. I could see it though. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. Other actors considered for this role of Indiana and Jones included Sam Elliott, Jeff Bridges. And as I'm reading this list, we got to remember they were younger because every right, time I yeah. hear these names, I see their old self, not their younger. <laughs> like, what?
1: <self>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah.
3: Sam Elliott, Jeff Bridges, Paul Matt, Christopher Guest, Bruce. Box, Box, Box later. Uh, thank you. Barry Botswick. Apparently Sam Elliott was on this list twice. Mark Harmon. I didn't even notice that when I copy and pasted it.
1: What's what's he known for?
3: Mark Harmon is Gibbs Mm -hmm. on NCIS. NCIS. Uh, He is like, I want him to be my grandpa. I love him. (laughs) I'm actually re-going through the series. So when you go into my Paramount Plus, you'll see that NCIS is up there. I'm like, I go through the series at least once a year and I'm going through it. it right now. I dig it. Nick Mancuso, Peter Coyote, John Calvin, Michael
1: bianne michael bianne thank you
3: sam uh, shepard david hasselhoff
0: david hasselhoff
3: (laughs) sorry that wouldn't work that's
1: a whole (laughs) i can't
0: i can't with this okay
3: david hasselhoff
2: so
1: so indiana jones would be a swimsuit calendar basically literally (laughs) okay i I,
3: I can't remember christopher guess what he looks like i'm looking him up right now but mark Harmon, like in my head i'm like if anybody compares for me like to be able to do what an indiana jones mark i could have seen mark doing an indiana jones gibbs is like his own version of indiana jones yeah it's like a mix of he's like a mix of indiana and somebody else in my Mm. head
0: i can see that oh that is not who
3: i thought christopher guest was Mm, i thought he was somebody else no he wouldn't worked but harrison let's be honest harrison was the best choice for this
1: absolutely oh yeah for sure michael bean could have done a decent job though he was what was his name uh hicks from aliens also kyle reese from the first terminator
0: oh oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah 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 i good. see it
3: sam elliott's too western in my head like every time i think of yeah. Sam Elliott, i think of a cowboy
1: yeah that would have been a I, yeah I agree. bridges
3: would have been weird. the years
1: only it's the mileage <laughs> like no
3: no yeah <laughs> Uh, jeff bridges would have been weird i don't
0: know i could maybe see jeff bridges too. for the but time it me. would have been better yeah at the time probably
3: yeah.
0: he's
1: a little too hippie now but <laughs> for sure
3: who was the one that you like you said mike bean
1: michael bean yeah
3: i want to see who this is i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna click on it.
0: yeah i recognized him when i opened oh okay thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i recognize him
3: okay but harrison was actually cast it was cast less than three weeks before principal photography began
0: jesus
2: wow
3: they were apparently having some issues figuring it out. And then Raiders of the Lost Ark was voted number two on Empires Magazine's 50 Greatest Movies of All Time back in 2008. Hmm. Cool. Okay. I think it still better be in that 500 Greatest Movies of All Time. I would assume oh, yeah. it is. It should never go away.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I could see that It'd
1: still being on In a lot of ways, it's a perfect film. It
0: is really good. It is very good.
2: Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, Dan. Woohoo! take What's it
1: away let's go uh it's I probably have a lot walk. more but this is what I came up with last night so you're good on the fly I honestly I f- always forget how much fun this movie is like it's sure. just it's just a fun movie to watch like right from the very beginning
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: like I I love how you know Spielberg pretty much does all of the film things if that makes sense mm-hmm. like from mm-hmm. the very first scene where you see the Paramount logo and then it dissolves into the mountain like you immediately mm-hmm. know, okay. They really took their time with this film. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I forgot a piece of trivia.
1: Oh, go for they it! They
3: literally looked everywhere, everywhere until they found a mountain that looked like the Paramount Mountain, so they See? could do that scene. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I I'm, did like not, not read that anywhere. I was actually watching the movie with Brett, and Brett knew that uh-huh. piece of trivia. I, nice. so thank they, you,
0: Brett. Okay.
1: Yes, thank you, get Brett. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: That's fun. No, that's, that's
1: yeah, no, no, no. I totally get it. Like it's I mean, just that two-minute buildup where we don't even see his face yet.
2: Yeah. You know, we just see
1: him from behind. We see him in the shadows. He his silhouette. Like, Mm -hmm. it really builds up how, like, a force of nature this guy actually is. Like, Mm -hmm. we know nothing about him, you Mm -hmm. know? One of my favorite shots, and this is very Spielbergian. Like, is there's a shot where they come up to, like, the river, and he's holding the map. Like, they'll have a map that's, like, folded in two pieces. And, like, just his hands alone are, like, dominating the screen. And Mm -hmm. you see the guy who's walking with me. He's kind of, like, in the background looking kind of like a kind of like an idiot like kind of like mm-hmm. a, you know w- w- what am i doing right and just a lot of stuff like that you know mm-hmm. really just mm-hmm. that build up of like you know so by the time we actually see his face and he just steps into the frame with that you know classic ruggedly handsome you know mm-hmm. just unstoppable mm-hmm. you know action hero
2: mm-hmm.
1: like you know okay okay this is our guy i believe it 100 percent agree.
3: great setup yeah. This yeah is a very good setup mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's it's one of those films. I actually have a book, and I'm so annoyed it's it's in storage, but I have a a book that pretty much goes into the entire it's like that thick and it goes into so much detail about like the planning of this film and like how mm-hmm. it came to be a lot of it mm-hmm. is the trivia you've been talking about, but it's this is one of those films that like kind of like the first matrix movie or mm-hmm. you know any of the star wars movies or back to the future or it's something that can easily be studied as like a, a filmmaking as a visual art form mm-hmm. you know or just you know, an yeah. art form in general like it's yeah. that good in my opinion mm-hmm. it's, that, it's, it's so immersive conan the barbarians that's another another example of it it's like it's just so immersive
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you know and that's what i like I, I just that two minute build up alone i'm just like i'm just captivated like well i'm in i'm in so good. It, it's like
3: a book that's what they tell you in mm-hmm. writing classes mm-hmm. in that first couple sentences those first couple pages it's your hook you have Absolutely. to have exactly you gotta get them to hooked. bring them in and yeah. movies are the same way you need a hook at the beginning and our older movies like this in the 80s I haven't done much 70s movies, but 80s, 90s, they have that hook to draw Mm -hmm. it normally. Mm -hmm. Get your attention. Away from that. And that's not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, because we've got so many superhero movies that people just kind of accept it as is. Like, oh, it's superheroes. Okay, well, it's going to be good.
3: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you just. I'm not even watching them anymore. I'm Same. Done. It's a lot.
1: I watched some of the TV shows, but honestly, I haven't watched. The last one I watched was. Yeah, the last one I watched was Hawkeye. I haven't watched anything recently, though.
3: Yeah, I watched Hawkeye and I watched Loki finally, just because I was Loki born was one good. day.
0: Loki, yeah, Loki was was I think I was
3: actually sick that day. And I'm like, you know uh, what? I'll just watch Loki. While I'm
0: binge Loki. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, movie wise, at least Marvel wise, I have not watched anything. I did watch Black Adam. That's because Brett wanted to see it and he wanted to go to theaters. So okay. I'm like, sure, why not? It's, it, let's go. It was actually pretty good for Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing a superhero, but. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm just done with superhero. Yeah. yeah well they don't
0: have to they, do the build up because no they don't
3: because it's just, already been built up yeah now the older That's super Move, like if we watch the first iron man if we watch some of the Different. first, mm-hmm. that yeah mm-hmm. it's just so much better because they have that build up and they have yeah. that now and now they've just gotten away from it and it's very annoying
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was called end game for a reason like as far as i'm concerned everything was sort of concluded with that
3: and we should have ended i don't yeah. care that oh, it in the comic they, books
1: they it are going to have
3: been done
1: they are mm. going to milk that cow for all it is worth until yes. nobody buys a, a single thing like people will buy you know they'll be out four people buying tickets and they're still going to make movies just for those four people guaranteed because it's, That's it's what they do mm-hmm. so but yeah whatever people like it so
3: mm. i'm not whatever them, your but, cup of tea
1: is exactly but no going back to what you're saying about like the hook like that's screenwriting 101 for us when it talks mm-hmm. about script writing mm-hmm. like because most producers, when you're pitching a script they don't really read past the first page. Because yeah, they have so many, many right. scripts
3: for books. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, because they have, stacks they have of them that they got to go through so it's mm-hmm. like you know if something doesn't grab them they're like next next so mm-hmm. it's like Skip. that first scene it's got to grab you by the throat and not let go
3: yeah i think oh. that's just writing 101 in general it doesn't matter what format you're putting it in agreed that is you
1: yeah.
0: gotta get them hooked team.
3: i'm pretty yeah. sure my script writing class that i did for my master's writing class my writing degree said yeah you got to have a hook
1: within the first page absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so but i mean this one has it what else okay so this is fun i i have to go back and watch it again but i am fairly certain that when they were starting off the plane in the beginning when they're escaping that I heard the sound of the Millennium Falcon, like the engine sound. I'm fairly certain. Now, mind you, I, this was from the Empire Strikes Back, and this is before the Empire Strikes, gave, Strikes Back came out, so they probably used that for Empire. But I heard this kind of like, like that, and I was hmm. like, wait, I know that sound. And it sounded almost identical to when they kept trying to start the hyperdrive. I'm going this later. It's very brief. But yeah, right before we, when he starts the plane, he's like, start the plane. He runs across the river. Listen for it. I guarantee you'll hear it.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm going to, wa- I'll put on that scene later and I'll close my eyes and just listen.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know I noticed stuff like that all the time. Like just little sounds like that. I'm like, wait, I know that sound. So, That's which does funny. not
3: surprise me in this time period, they had to reuse some things because exactly. they didn't have the technology to yeah.
1: Yeah. And a lot of it was just made on their own. So, you know, yeah. it makes yep. sense they would reuse it. Mm-hmm. So. This is one of the things I learned from that, that book I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. his snake phobia was actually added as an afterthought because when they were designing wow. the character they felt they made him a little too invincible like he was mm-hmm. too stoic too he's heroic too supermanish just superman exactly like okay mm-hmm. we need to know like he's he doesn't have superpowers like he's just a right. guy he's just so a we, person you know mm-hmm. right so it's like at this point he's just kind of boring so like I think it was I, I want to say it was Spielberg I don't know somebody came up with the idea I was like well let's made him you know he's an archaeologist so maybe he's afraid of like snakes or, or rats or snakes or something and they just went with snakes and and it worked.
3: Yeah. So well, and they they made sure to make him look not Vincible because he's literally fully broken.
1: Right. The yeah.
3: scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, there's like three places that doesn't hurt and everything uh, else is just done. Yeah. Right, exactly.
1: right. Yeah, he's scraped up and everything. I, I figured Ugh. Indiana Jones isn't Indiana Jones until his like shirt is torn and he's like bleeding and he's bleeding he's, like, everywhere. Scarving. That's classic. That's right? Indiana
0: Jones. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There yeah. you go.
2: Mm So,
1: here's a fun one—a continuity error, which is always pointed out to me. Um, In the scene when they're in Cairo and they're doing Mm -hmm. the uh, like the chase scene, basically one of the um, like one of the thugs or whatever who's chasing him comes up to Marion and he's holding a knife. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's real brief. And when you're facing like the close up on the guy holding the knife, the blade is facing upward, Mm -hmm. and then it cuts to a shot of Marion. The blade is facing down. Yep. And yep. then comes back to the guy. Blade's blade is up again. Back and forth.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that that, that always annoys me. It's it's always fun to point out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But it's so uh, annoying. I'm like, watch your tension?
0: Once you see it, you
3: can't unsee it.
0: Too. You,
1: you can't. No. Yeah. I know. No.
3: Oh uh, goodness. I love. I, she is Rapunzel in my mind. Like they got this from Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. That, or no, Rapunzel got this from Mary. Rap- I
1: was gonna say the other way around used.
3: though. A oh, the frying
1: pan! Yeah, yes, the frying
3: pan, pan to beat up. I'm just saying, Disney stole that from Lucas. Yeah, probably. she must
0: have. Maybe she washed this <laughs> up
1: in her tower. <laughs> up in her tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she probably went through all the fandom movies. Exactly. That's she cereal. had nothing else to do. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, classic, oh, classic. Boy. Okay, another, another trivia. So Sal's home in Cairo looks out over the city. Mm-hmm. I found this out that. Uh, I mean, it's an older city, obviously, but they filmed it in 1980, which means that most people had, like, televisions and Mm
2: -hmm, television mm -hmm.
1: antennas and, like, modern technology. And it was like, well, this doesn't look like 1936. What are we going to do? They had to go through every single home and get permission to remove every single antenna. Like, I think it was, like, for one scene, like, over, I think it was, like, over 300 TV antennas that had to be removed.
0: That's insane.
1: Absolutely insane! Wow! Like I can't imagine the headache.
3: Holy crush
1: Yeah. Oh boy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> then, like, you can remove my TV antenna if I can meet Harrison Ford.
1: Right. <laughs> that's that's our
3: deal. <laughs> uh-huh. If I can meet him, then
1: sure, I will take it down. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's one of the, another one of those things. Like the knife, it's always kind of pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. What else? Okay, so the next one uh also from that book the opening of the ark at the end was actually not supposed to be the climax originally of the film like that was supposed to yeah like i guess it was supposed to be like they were going to open it and that was a way to kind of get away from belloc or like belloc's men or something Mm -hmm. and it was going to fry them all off and then there was supposed to be like maybe one more chase scene at the end and that was supposed to be the climax Huh. yeah and again i think that was another uh spielberg decision where he was like what's the film title called what have we been building to (laughs) this is the climax Mm -hmm. right like another chasing after this is just going to be boring
3: yeah it
0: would make sense yeah Mm -hmm.
1: so also here's another another noticing sound effects when the lightning and stuff comes out of the arc and like you know shoots everybody pretty Mm -hmm. sure i heard the sound of a blaster from Star Wars
3: yes that I can that one. That okay. I, yes uh-huh.
1: yeah okay, so I'm not totally crazy
3: no you're not crazy on that one I noticed it too when I was watching it the other day I'm like sounds like a blaster
1: yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah
3: but you
1: know <laughs> so say what else oh one of my <laughs> line that I just always makes me laugh is when they're in the uh, well of souls and they see the snakes and, uh, was in cellars why does the floor move <laughs> Spielberg and his humor it's like mm-hmm. oh yes you just an asps Very poisonous. Very dangerous. You go first.
0: (laughs) I love that.
1: So Uh good. Uh, An
0: Indian is
3: like seriously, like really,
0: really seriously. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, classic, classic. So So funny. So
3: much
1: fun. Yeah, but all in all, I mean, it's 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 a fun movie. I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. it's you know, it's action, it's romance, it's archaeological awesomeness, and. It's really just a lot of moving around. You ever notice that? Like most mm-hmm. of the movies just a lot of hiding and a lot of moving from one location to another. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is one out the feeling, like it's, it's one of the few movies where like the main character has literally no effect on the outcome of the plot whatsoever. Like, regardless yeah. of what he does, it's still the thing still ends up happening. So it's 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 interesting. Like those types of movies are really interesting. Like
3: I was gonna bring that up because oh, big bait because it's so. I never thought of it that way. Like growing wow. up, I never thought of how, like, if Indiana Jones never was a part of like them trying to find the art, right. it still would have ended up the same way exactly. that it ended up. Exactly. But I never thought of that. You know who made me thought of that? You know who mm. ticked me off about it? Big bang, bang Theory. I knew it. <laughs> Literally have an episode where mm-hmm. Sheldon has Amy watch the movie with him and she's like, she points this out and it uh-huh. ruins it for all of them <laughs> and they go back and watch it and they're trying to find something to make it so indiana has to be a part of this movie right. and they can't they can't yep. do it and i even me i was sitting there watching this episode I'm like don't restore me.
0: <laughs> but it's true
3: oh,
1: yeah it's true yeah. yeah
3: you're you're not wrong yeah <laughs> marion probably would have been dead but you know probably well that's true okay
1: so that's one small outcome there's one thing
3: outcome marion's alive there we go
0: makes the whole movie
1: yeah and he did have something of a character arc at least so you know he 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 grew
3: jones yeah yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah. just the plot he didn't need to be like really need to be there yeah yeah Uh Mm
2: -hmm.
3: now the only thing is is he so one thing they said at the end of their of the big bang theory episode is that if he wasn't there the ark wouldn't have made it back to america to be put in the warehouse because more than likely the nazis would have found it and this probably would have happened over and over again there might have been a pandemic a little bit of god killing all these
1: people could have been
3: so
0: have
1: been. which i mean would have been more cathartic anyway so yeah, yeah. it would have worked it's, you know yahweh coming down frying nazis why not yeah bye-bye yeah
3: yeah i thought it was funny when they opened it up and it was just all sand I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, those stones have been in there for a long time. There's corrosion, mm-hmm.
2: right.
1: What do you think, the, do you think was going to happen? you really
3: think those tablets are still going to be whole?
1: It, it was sort of a realization for me because like when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I want to see the Ten Commandments. I want to see something else that was supposed to be in there. What was the Ten Commandments and then and something God's, else?
3: Just God's power.
0: Mm-hmm. Basically,
1: well, I feel like there was some other artifact or something that was like like a show or like a I don't know what it was. The Ten Commandments know. and something. I else. don't remember. But anyway, like I was I was waiting for it. And I'm like. Oh, yeah. It's been literally thousands and thousands of years. Of course, they're not yeah. actually going to be there. It's so still disappointing.
3: It is It is disappointing because you're like, I want to see the tablets. Right. <laughs> not realistic. But
1: yeah.
3: Art still look pretty
1: mm-hmm. great, though.
3: Mm-hmm. The, the art really looked did. amazing. And it really, really was did. they really did accurately put together what are what historians really do believe. It looks like right. what mm-hmm. it looks like. But like now, like so when I was a kid, it I didn't think about it because I I hadn't gone through like Bible school and stuff. And now that I've been like through Bible school and like it's been a part of my career and stuff, I'm Mm -hmm. like people that is not the ark is not holding the power of God. Literally, it's just where God resided when he would come down from earth. So you're not going to find crap unless he wants to come into the ark and kill you all.
1: See, I didn't even know that.
3: Oh yeah. So the mm-hmm. ark, the ark was just a vessel for God when mm-hmm. during the old Testament to be in there. So he, his ultimate power wouldn't kill all the Jewish people. Like literally it was a conduit for him to, to physically cool. be there, even though he couldn't physically be there
2: huh. because
3: of sin and whatnot. hmm. So it just like the biblical accuracies. Like I'm watching this, I'm like, that's not biblically accurate. But they're not trying to be biblical.
0: <laughs> they're accurate. not. No.
1: I do
3: it with Kurt. I do it with Crusaders too. I'm like, this is not biblically accurate with the whole. Well- Mm-hmm. stuff but i'm like okay whatever i
1: don't know <laughs> where the holy grail officially worked its way into like the canon of christianity versus arthurian i want to say i don't that think was... it's in the canon of
3: christianity no i think it's i, I think that's
1: more like a cat like catholic mysticism or catholic like
3: i yeah i no. think it's
1: something from, ca- from catholicism i'm pretty catholicism
3: sure catholicism brought like because they bring all these symbols into they brought all these symbols into their religion that mm-hmm. really right. shouldn't be brought into it in my opinion but that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing and I think that's where the goblet came from. And that's when King Arthur, the King Arthur stories kind of picked up on it. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're great stories for sure.
3: Yeah, they are. I well,
1: love King yeah. Arthur Very story. archetypal to Western mm-hmm. literature, Western psychology.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree. But yeah, we, I, I have more to talk about when we get to Crusaders. I don't want to ruin sure. it. No,
0: yeah. yeah well, no. yeah, save it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: There's a lot mm-hmm. to pull apart for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Anything else, Dan, before Sammy?
1: Mm. Don't, th- I mean, probably, but I, that's all I could come up probably. with, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: because I forgot, Sammy, I mean, we're on a time crunch today, aren't Oh, we shoot, yet? it's like oh, 30. Okay. Okay.
1: We'll okay. You and
3: I have 15 minutes to go through our stuff.
0: We got it. That's okay. Yeah. Well, Dan basically, like, covered everything, so it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, so fun, action, adventure, humor, romance, Harrison Ford, what more could you want in a movie? It's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I just love it. It's a lot of fun. And like you said, Dan, literally, I always forget, like, it's just a fun movie to watch. It is honestly Absolutely. it stands the test of time so it makes sense that they would save it
2: mm-hmm. make
0: it officially you know preserved or whatever one thing we didn't talk about the music i just love i just love the music mm-hmm. it's really like its own character which makes sense yeah mm-hmm. when you look at the movie but yeah once you hear that that come you just are like oh it's adventure yeah. yeah i love it it's it's great i yeah, just had to mention mm-hmm. it because it's it's so much fun part of the movie i like these older movies too because it's not a bunch of cgi, CGI nonsense it's practical effects sure. it's mm-hmm. so much better for movies i know we've talked about this before but there's just something to be said about an actual effect and not just adding it in post that just makes it so much better
1: mm-hmm. even and it all like, has a purpose too
0: yeah exactly like it's just it's so much better and even like the faces melting it's so disgusting, but it's real. Like they didn't right. CGI that. They did it for real. They came up with a way to do it and make it look mm-hmm. good and creepy on film. Mm-hmm. And it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And that also just shows you industrial light and magic are insanely smart geniuses. Talented. Just, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say about them, but
2: mm-hmm. truly
0: great magic over yeah. there.
1: Foundational for modern effects.
0: There you go. Yes, exactly. Yep. And I I like this movie, too, because it just always makes me think, like Ashley said, of Disney World, between the show and, don't hate me, but the great movie ride. I always think of that, too. I know. I knew the face was coming, but I was going to say it anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, whenever
0: one. I see it, I just, I think of those scenes, too. And those are the ones that always stick out of my mind, because I just remember yeah. seeing them over and yeah, over again over at Disney.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's really funny to just think about that, too, and that little tie-in.
3: Which Disney screwed up in that show. They bring in a stump man to play Indiana Jones in these three scenes. Well, and, yeah. And it's like, wait a second, no, Harrison Ford That's not actually what did those yeah. scenes. He did not yeah. use the They make man. a big thing out of that, right? In the
0: show. Yeah, they make just a big like, thing out of that. Yeah, it, you know, I'm like, here because here, you know, to make sure Harrison Ford looks good, and I'm just like but he Harrison didn't. Ford made himself. Look he good. did do this stuff. Right. He didn't need
1: anyone else to make. No,
0: he. That's not really true. But okay, Disney. What? Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. They got to do Sorry, it. Sorry, I had to show, call right? him out on it. No, but I do think about that too. I'm just like, but that's not true. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
2: Test,
3: test, Disney.
0: And I don't even know how I came across this, but I just thought it was interesting. I I looked this up to make sure it was huh. like a real thing. I I double checked this, but apparently the boulder scene in raiders of the lost ark was an homage to the seven cities of how do you say that cibola, ah. cibola? sure we're gonna go with cibola which oh, was a carl me. it's a carl banks uncle scrooge
3: comic you mean carl barks
0: barks yeah i'm sorry carl barks uncle scrooge comic huh. I i did not know that and i don't even know how i came across this by accident when i was just looking up stuff about the movie and i was like what And I I double checked it because I was like, that that's bizarre. It's an Uncle Scrooge comic book that inspired it, but it did. It was confirmed by Lucas. Pretty great. There's another Disney tie-in for you.
3: Yeah. Very interesting. It's very random. Well, speaking of the bowler scene. Bowler Uh scene. Mm-hmm. it is one of the most iconic scenes in the whole indiana, se- really indiana series mm-hmm. you think indiana jones you think him running away from a boulder and almost getting smashed
2: mm-hmm. and
3: it's it's so iconic that it literally is used in countless other pieces of media mm-hmm. like not just the boulder scene but him like weighing this weighing the, yeah. the yeah. material and like doing the, switchover. the Like I, I I thought about trying to find all the different ones but i'm like i can't there's hundreds hundreds mm. of different medias have used just that first first compilation of scenes in oh, yeah. their mm-hmm. shows movies etc i cannot there has to be some sort of trademark on those where lucas has to be getting money when they use that like you it's would think everywhere i don't everywhere. know everywhere.
1: I mean, it's up there with I am your father. Like it's that, yes. that, that, mm-hmm. that, area, just you
3: know? over it's, and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over and over again used. So I love this. I love that whole compilation at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love when Brody is like, there are some FBI agents here to talk to you. And he's like, am I in trouble? <laughs> yes, Joe, <Judge, laughs> you're always in trouble. Like, you always get yourself into some sort of mess. Uh
0: huh.
3: For crying out loud.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: So I love that line. I thought, I always think it's funny. And then the creepy man. Oh, the creepy man. Okay.
1: Oh, as I'm
3: watching this, mm-hmm. as I'm watching the, the rewatching this on, on Tuesday, I'm like, why does he just seem so familiar? Mm-hmm. Like just how they put him together. I'm like, what, what is it? And I'm like, he reminds me of the guy off of Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
2: Mm, I Judge Doom. It. Yeah, yes, Judge Doom. Oh.
3: And I'm like, okay. Because <sighs> I couldn't remember, I didn't remember what year who framed Roger Rabbit came out online. Later. And mm-hmm. I was like, what year was it? Because mm-hmm. one of them influenced the other. Right, yeah. yeah. And then I found out that Roger was later. So I'm like, yes. I, mm-hmm. they had to, that man had to have influenced Judge Doom because to. they're too Ugh. close. Yeah. I'm like, I agree. this is a little much. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just creepy. Oh my Very gosh. Very creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't finish my thoughts but I mean you guys have said a lot of the same ones <laughs> that that I have thought of and love uh-huh. and it's Harrison Ford how can you not love Indiana Jones absolutely mm-hmm. Marion's amazing because yes. she does have somewhat of a damsel in distress but she also knows how to take care of herself she kind mm-hmm. of she has this good mix of her yeah, she
1: towed that line pretty well
3: yeah I am very mm-hmm. sad they didn't just continue to have her in the series and they didn't I'm, I'm mad that they I'm mad it took them until what was it five six years ago when the other one came out
1: mm-hmm. ten years ago
3: something like that. Right. I'm mad that it took them that long to bring her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't I don't know why they had to take her out because I feel like he finally like reconciled with her. So why right. are we mm-hmm. leaving her again? Like
0: yeah, I should
1: have. Brought I thought
3: her back. he learned from his mistake, but apparently he did not.
1: Well, with Temple of Doom, that was technically a prequel because it was supposed to take the events were supposed to oh, take right. place prior to Raiders so that right, one I forgot makes about sense that.
0: yeah, yeah that's true though yeah
1: with why last crusade does he do things I know he out did. of order because it's do. lucas lucas loves he that he's yeah, a he non-linear guy
0: he, exactly He can't just be in one order to make it easier uh. on it well okay
1: cru-
3: the crusaders okay last that's crusade. fair. right why do we have fair to point. have this german chick
1: no idea no idea but i liked her
3: that'll be interesting to talk about then because i wasn't a fan
1: <laughs> i always liked her She's a, she's a per, uh, the perfect snake.
3: She is the fame tap fame fatal. Yeah, fatale.
1: yeah. Oh, fatale. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: but yeah. Other than that, like I, Marion, I feel like she should have been there longer. I I don't know. It's just it's a great movie. It's one of my all time favorites. I will always watch Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Yeah, it's a classic.
3: I don't I don't have much more to say. You guys kind of mm. took all the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, I'm interested to see what happens. What we're talking about Temple next week because mm-hmm. I don't have much opinion on Temple.
1: Okay.
3: I don't. Have you seen Temple yet, Sammy?
0: It's yes? been a long time, and that's why I have to okay. rewatch all of these movies because so, I haven't watched them in a while.
3: You might, it might be very Dan heavy, which is okay, because Dan's a genius. Inside. Dan's a genius when it comes to these things. Dan yeah. brings us the really cinematic side of things. I know. I love, I love it when he talks when about you, stuff yeah. and you and I are just like, Harrison
0: Ford is cute. I love it. And he's just like, he so thematic in his, his presentation. Yeah. yeah I try.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is attractive. in these movies. I know
0: I would be the same way in his classroom. I would not be paying attention to anything he's talking about.
3: I would have taken the would
1: class. Would you write on your him. eyes like, like the one girl <laughs> did?
0: I don't know if I would do that. That's a bit much. That is yeah. a bit much. But I would definitely just be dreamily staring at him. Write his no. name all over your
1: notebook. <laughs>
0: mm. Mrs. Indiana Jones.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, hey, I mean, you know, I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. He's a ruggedly, hey. handsome, attractive guy. I get yes. it. He,
3: he yes. was. Yeah. Yes. hmm. Mm-hmm. He's old now. He's, what, 80s?
1: Mm. so he's, he's up there like late 70s i, I think. late 70s? 70s
3: yeah yeah i can't remember last time i looked but
1: well he was 35 when he did the first star wars so mm-hmm. do the math
0: you're asking ashley to do it okay let's why wait why are, are you
3: see. asking me to do math i'm let's not a math see. person hold on i have a calculator
1: <laughs>
0: let's watch her do the math okay
1: around there 34 oh. 35 right i mean, early so, 30s i know that two, th- no
3: 1979 minus 35 so he was born around
1: 1944 ish around there ish
3: 2022
0: minus so 19, being in his 70s right so he'd be in his 70s yeah
3: 1944 78 ish yeah okay yeah, so yeah there. 70s late 70s why well, did you ask me to do math i don't do
0: math that was highly entertaining
3: that's Thank why you. we have a
1: calculator
3: So why I'm- we have a calculator I will, I do just want to put a book plug in at the end here for, uh-huh. oh, hold on. I got to grab it. It's just behind me.
0: Why are I you so unprepared?
3: Because I forgot. For
0: the show. Hold on. This is oh, embarrassing. Oh my gosh.
3: Seriously? <laughs> really? You're embarrassed about us not being prepared? We're never prepared. You probably can't hear me. I'm away from the mic. No, um, I,
0: we can hear you very loud. We can Okay.
3: Well, I am a loud person. Mm-hmm. So she's actually a Disney writer. That's why I want to plug it. Mm -hmm. so jenny eldermore for who's watching if you're not watching that's her name jenny Mm eldermore she has a series that disney hyperion has published it's called curse of the specter queen and literally when i was reading this book it felt like i was reading a female indiana jones book Hmm, like but it's not like she's not like indiana but the adventure what they're doing it's the same time period It is really, really good. She has two out. This is the first one, Curse of the Specter Queen. The Mm -hmm. second one is Rise of the Snake Goddess. Okay. So they're a little bit more, like Indiana Jones is more in the Christianity Mm -hmm. artifacts Mm -hmm. until lately. Now they're kind of branching out. These are just different mythologicals, but it's, they're archaeology students that gets like- Mm. roped into it's really fun mm-hmm. it's a really fun book i actually have a signed copy of the rise of the snake goddess because when it was coming out i i won a raffle so i have her signature Oh, that's that book. Goddess, okay. and i actually got the book before it was published i oh, got cool. the pre-one it's published now both of them are out But yeah, so I just wanted to plug them because they are Disney books. They Mm -hmm. are very Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. So for our adults that are listening, if you have kids, especially girls who love to read and you think they love that type of adventure or they love Indiana Jones, I really suggest checking out Jenny Elder. Yeah, Jenny Elder Mook's books. I'm just all over the place this morning, a little bit right now. But, but okay. we need to wrap up because unfortunately, Tammy yes. has to go. I'm so Gosh. sorry. i So sorry. You made me do so many episodes today. I know. I know. I know. Well, Pixie the Twins, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us and talking about Indiana Jones. Next week, we're going to be doing Indiana Jones and the and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do Crusade, The Last Crusade, which we will have another guest on potentially. So tonight before mm-hmm. boxes. Ah. Uh. Yeah. We'll talk to you about it. News soon. to me. I know. Dan doesn't Wow. Know this yet. Dan's well, last to, to now. Wow. Wow. I know. I'm giving Dan all these last minute news today. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. And then we'll end with talking about Crystal Skull and talking about what it looks like Dial of Destiny is going to be. So mm-hmm. we're really excited for this month. Really happy we're going to get to do it. Dan, thanks for joining mm-hmm. us. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for having Always me. Was fun. Find us all on Instagram. Dan on YouTube. Yeah. We'll put all the links. You know yeah. all the things. Oh, yeah. We've been mm-hmm. doing you know this long ago, I don't have to re- continue to repeat them. Right. So <laughs> That's it. Okay, bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins. Sammy and Ashley. Make
3: sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.